Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 332 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey Chumming, as always, is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. And Brian. Oh, I'm also here. And that's actually everybody who's important, so fuck everybody else. Um, yeah, That's not true at all. I mean, it is. I have, I have Carlos, who's always here, and Brian, who's almost always here, and then nobody else. Yeah, yeah, that's how it, uh, that's how it turned out. We're looking at you, Matt and Pete. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't going to call them out because that would be rude. I don't think so. It's I'm rude glad at that all. you did. Yeah, it'd be ridiculous to call off a show just because you're hungover, Casey. Right? I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> it's different if I do it because I'm in charge. In or... your facey. That's <laughs> not going to be a thing. You know, it's not good. So when you, I d- oh, excuse me, Carlos didn't like that. That so, that was like the most Carlos. So here, shit ever. here, here's the thing, and we're not going to get it too deep into this. <laughs> Let's move forward. Yeah, someone has done this before. Here, here's the thing. When I call it off, everybody gets a spontaneous week off. Yes. When somebody else calls it off, I'm inconvenienced. Yeah. And so, uh, I would like to give a shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Devin Stinson, and Tyler Romanski. Uh, Carlos, Brian was telling me the other day about something that happens when all four of them get together. What was that, Brian? Yeah, what was it? What is it a thing that all four of them do when they get together that we haven't covered already? I haven't covered That we have not done yet. I've Something got- new and original that they do when they get together, Brian. Please tell us. I've gotten used to um, you just lying on <laughs> So you know how... Um, no, we've done that one. Actually, <laughs> Brian, Brian, you told me this the other night when we were at the, when we were at the hockey arena. Oh my God. You told me about yeah, this. Uh, so apparently, our black belt patrons, when they get together, they form the true Mighty Duck Voltron. And they, like, they get together in a flying V, and they say, quack, quack. I bet Carl already is, did the quack. We've done thing Voltron too. like three times, Casey. Oh wait, have we done quacking too? We I have kinda, not done quacking. But I kind of had one. Voltron in there. Oh, you got one. All right, go ahead. Kinda. It's got to be better than what I pulled out of my ass. So yeah, you know how when like if you're a professional photographer, you need a tripod, a camera, a battery, and a flash. Uh huh. That's what they form. That's terrible. Well, it's better than whatever you said. No, I'm you know pretty sure what I said was better. When our four Patreon <laughs> uh, members uh, come together, isn't it Patreon? It's, uh, it's they're both. patrons. Whatever. They're all of them. They're all things together. They're all things, <laughs> all the time. But uh, in this case, when they get together, uh, since they're our black belt patrons, they uh, are also at the same time retroactively become the uh, writers for the first ten years of Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh man! Oh. So if you would like to be a writer for the first ten years of Night Live, retroactively, uh, head over to Patreon.com/slash become a black belt patron today. If you would just like to be associated with retroactively with a 
writer of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> to Patreon. A single com. writer, though. You only you don't J- you just only, one, yeah. and you you get to decide which one, but they may not acknowledge you. <laughs> uh, there's there's a lot of caveats to this, but head over to Patreon.com/slash/BlindStudios and become a patron today. All right, Carlos, my friend, my colleague, my roommate. <laughs> what have you been up to the past week? Uh, not a whole lot. I picked up Hades. Uh, well, I picked up a bunch of uh, indie games on the Switch last weekend, and I've been playing a little at Hades, where you, uh, you basically you're uh, Hades' son, and you're just trying to escape from hell, and you of course you, it's a roguelite, so you die over and over again, but you sl- you slowly get like more abilities as you and to keep uh, trying to escape from hell. So, yeah, oh, that sounds fun. What I've been doing. Uh, anything else? Nope, nothing at all. All right, Brian, what have you been up to, man? Playing that. Uh... Are you... Oh, go ahead. What? Sorry. What? Are you, are you, have you been playing the uh, the like the early release of yeah. Baldur's Gate? Right? Is that what, do you call it? Yeah, early release Baldur's yeah. Gate three. Um, I I got suckered into it, and I I don't regret it. Um, it it moves slow, and this is the first time that I've ever played an early release anything. Um, and I'm playing it through Steam. Uh, it is what Lar- like Lariat Studio, I believe, is what it's called. But I was super impressed by the marketing videos they made and the uh, just how cinematic it is. It seems super good, and how much. You know, I mean, I know all games, there's a lot of work that gets put into them. And I've played, I mean, I will play Sky, I will play Elder Scrolls Skyrim for uh, until the day I die. If I could, uh, if I could keep playing that, that's like endlessly amazing for me. But there are elements of this Baldur's Gate 3 that intrigue me as much as that game. Um, and I don't play even remotely as many games as you guys play. Um, because I have other crap I need to do and I'm in like three D and D campaigns. But that being said, like Justin was like, oh, I'm doing this game, blah. And I'm like, that sounds whatever, you know, it sounds okay. And it sounds like more like something you would do. And then I kind of started looking at it a little more. And like I said, it's, um, you know, something I wouldn't normally kind of get into, especially if it's not a finished game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I gave it a shot. And as long as like, I only have to pay whatever it is that I paid for it. And then I get the rest of the game later. That's right. fine. Yeah, that's no, fantastic. Um, I, I don't understand something you said. You said it starts off slow. I've never heard of a Baldur's Gate game that starts off slow. Every oh, I, single Baldur's Gate game starts off yeah. slow. I, it's, I, just, I just can't think of a single one where I that think happens. I meant that, but I think more like what I said was that. But what I meant was the um, uh, like the game is new, and so it's moving slowly because it there are parts that haven't been refined yet. So, or maybe it's, uh, or maybe it just moves that speed because it's a Baldur's Gate. Well, which is fine. <laughs> it's fine. Like I, I've enjoyed Baldur's Gate. I've That's enjoyed Icewind Dale a little bit more. Yeah, maybe that is it. I don't know. You guys keep telling me I need to play Icewind Dale, and then I it just, Icewind Dale's a little bit faster, but it's, it's not much it's faster. A, it's less focused on a story. It's more like combat, really combat heavy compared to uh, the story focus of Baldur's yeah. Gate. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, um, this is. As, about as slow and i kind of like games like that i sometimes i like like well what i liked about skyrim is that if you're bored with the main quest line you can just go wander around and get into some bullshit this you, game uh, it doesn't you really ever beat, look like you can do that have you ever beat the main quests of skyrim 
Whoa, what? Wait, like, there's a main that, quest? You, <laughs> you can do that? <laughs> <laughs> so I've no, probably... I'm not kidding. Between like, all the... Yeah, I beat all I've the main... Skyrim. I've beat the main quest line. Okay, so they beat the main quest line. I've but there's still... I've never beat everything, everything, everything. Oh, no, no, no. That's... Literally that's every everything. time you play, it doesn't matter which character you play, there's always some goddamn glitch, and you can't finish one. So Wait, I've never... Is, that's never been an issue for me. Is it possible to 100% always Skyrim? always been an issue for me. I'm sure it is. It probably takes a long time. But yeah, you can... Well, besides the stuff that becomes mutually exclusive, in which case you need multiple saves uh, slots. But oh you my can still God, he was talking about you doing this earlier. I would never do that. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I can't, no, no, no. I can't focus would. on a character for a while. No, no, no. no, oh, no, no. He wouldn't do that. No, he would save scum. Actually, He's a save scummer. So I've had a PS5, That's right, PS4, a PS4 for ever since they came out. That's what I've I play Skyrim on. one game, and that was Spider-Man. I platinum Sp- Spider-Man. I've played oh, that okay. one a little bit. Dude, Spider-Man is so good. It gets uh, You new- don't say anything bad about Spider-Man. You're not allowed. It's so good. It's a perfect yes, game. Sir. <laughs> well, I'll leave my opinions out of this podcast. No, you can have opinions <laughs> just not on Spider-Man. <laughs> not the best Spider-Man game that has ever been made. Fine. I agree with that too, but anyway, Baldur's then, Gate 3, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's it gonna good. it's gonna be really good. Like I was super impressed, but yeah, like it moves slow as fuck. But that's just the nature, See, dude. It's how D, how, it's how fucking, hard is it? How it, difficult is it? Because uh, that's because that's one of the things I've like. As, I don't want to. Uh, it yeah. goes really slow. Because like that like, was the one of the things like in the older games is like you kind of had to bin max yeah. to like get by and. I just want to play and have fun. So, question. Well, that was the problem. Are with- there are there are there stretches of the game where you're just arguing with your party members about how it, to rob a store in Yarder? No. Or- no, and and so it'll go a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's going slow because I play games slow anyway, just to like make sure I don't screw anything up or yep. I get all of the cartilaginous cartilage chests and loot them and you know. Yeah, cartilage is this. Cartilage. Cart- huh? I <laughs> There's I a lot it. of cartilage in this game. Cartilage. Well, I mean, you're in a you're in a ship that like you basically you wake up in a pod. So in a mind photography. Fl- no, you wake up in a mind flare pod ship oh, flying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's this giant squid ship like like flying around and like you're like oh snap and like the yeah the first chest that you lose. Zoidberg, why have you forsaken us? Well, I mean, I'm why not Zoidberg? Asking the same questions myself, but anyway, it looks to be a cool game. Yes, it's slow AF because it's Baldur's Gate and oh, it's D and D, and it's you've you know there. It's going to be slow as hell. Anything else, my friend? No, nope. that's it. All right, I'm going to be getting that game. Uh, let's see, let's see the things that Casey has been doing. Um, let's talk. Uh, so I got my first fire going down in the studio. Uh, I think no, it's 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 burning. Oh, fuck me. There's there's the, like I, I've been watching the the delightful glowing. It's it's very nice. Yeah, I saw you. Like I, I was wondering, like I wonder if the chimney thing is shut though. So like the fire is just gonna put itself out. No, no, no. Uh, we reopened the flu. It's a whole thing. We made sure. Uh, yeah, no. So there's but a lot of any, we don't want any flu here though. No, no flu, no flu. Uh, oh, Gordon God. Uh, is the first BNS. Uh, Are you person. sure you, he want? It sounds like he doesn't want anyone to tell. No, it doesn't matter. We're telling it. Right. Gordon is the very first BNS, uh, I guess, staff member to have coronavirus officially. Uh, I had it unofficially in March, 
but we no. I think we all had it unofficially in March though. Yeah, well, I don't know. Garden's number one. Uh so that happened. Um let's see, other things that have happened. Uh oh, I went and saw a Pee Wee hockey game, but you can't call Pee Wee hockey, it's not Kay. youth hockey. It's but it's like Wait, a, new a hockey level, like N U hockey? Because that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, no, no, all right, yeah, new hockey. So new here, hockey. here's what Casey did. My friend, I don't remember who asked me. They're like, "Oh, what'd you what'd you do last night?" And I was like, "I got drunk and ended up at a hockey game <laughs> with Casey." <laughs> That's exactly what happened. And Rick, uh, yeah, no. So apparently, I yelled something about smoking pot, but whatever. no, no, no. Rick did, and then I said, "Oh, oh quack, quack, God. quack." Quack. Uh, yeah, no, there's a lot of things that happened that night that were probably not great. No, Rick, um, Rick yelling that was bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, that's but that's a whole other thing. Uh, you should probably do that outside of camera view. Uh, and then um, other things that uh, happened this week. Oh, I've been playing a lot of VR. Um, a lot of Beat Saber and Pistol Whip. Uh, and then, so I started, Carlos, you'll like this one. I started playing the, uh, the Walking Dead game, yeah. right? Holy shit, is that intense. Oh, yeah? Uh, so, the the first chapter of the game, right? You're walking through one of the New Orleans cemeteries. Um, and if you don't even think about New Orleans cemeteries... One of? What do you mean? Like, why? Like, you're, I know why, but well, why? You, so, you, so, you're walking through one of the New Orleans cemeteries, and they're, like, these all built up, like, um, gravestones and crypts. And you're walking through, and all I have is a screwdriver is my only weapon. Oh, and so, the like, a zombie runs at me, and so I stab it in the head with the screwdriver. It glances off its skull, so I have to, like, stab it again and stab it again and stab it again until it finally goes into its head. And then it stops. But then my screwdriver is stuck, and there's another zombie coming. So with my other hand, I have to grab the, the zombie and, like, pull it off the screwdriver and then stab the next zombie. It's super intense. It's super immersive. And oh my god, is it fun! Uh, so yeah, no, I've been really enjoying VR. Uh, my favorite game right now is the mini golf game that I bought because it I'm not stabbing zombies in the head and it's just relaxing. I like to play the putt putt. All right. Um, other than that, uh, I made paella last night, which was a lot of fun. We played uh, Mansions of Madness on Friday. Yeah. I don't. I guess I've had a fairly eventful week. Sounds think, like fun. I think I think that's all I got. All right. um, oh, I also have a very exciting announcement just for you, Carlos. You're yeah. gonna love this. Yeah. Brian brought beer. That's a lie. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, he did. He hey, did. So he anyways, did bring it, Casey. It's not for. It's not uh, April first, so we can just move on to something else. No, I, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Brian brought beer. Anyways, on another topic, you can turn, can you turn yourself down, Casey? You're a little loud. I mean. I, I, it's it just like it was like you're yelling this lie out loud. I'm not yelling the lie. I'm just telling you the lie. Brian brought beer. You're I'm, telling I'm me the lie. I'm steepling my fingers at Carlos. Do you see? Brian, what beer did you bring? Prove it to him. Prove it to him. Wouldn't it be funny if it was like Carlos Light? <laughs> I would love it if Merrill released a Carlos Light. Just don't do that. No. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, this is the Blood Orange Hop and Barrel Sour Beer. It is 6%. It's kettle sour with blood orange. Orange. Got some of those tasting yeah. cups around here? Yes. Sure do, bud. Right down there. 
And I remembered, and I said to Jenny as I walked out the door, I remembered again to bring beer. Yeah, uh, so this is from Hop and Barrel Brewing in Hudson, Wisconsin. Beautiful Hudson, Wisconsin. Northwestern yeah, Wisconsin. It's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you could uh, say it's a part of Hudson. What's what's the ABV on this, Brian? Six. Six? Six percent. Six percent. All right. Um, and this is a, what, kettle sour? Yep, kettle sour. So the difference between a kettle sour and, for example, like a mixed culture sour is that these uh, literally... Uh, you can sour the beer overnight, basically, or well, it's a, usually a little longer than that. Depends on how you're doing it. Um, but they're considered to be a little bit more one-dimensional than other beers because these mixed culture sours involve like a complex mix of microbes and wild yeasts and things like that. But so instead of uh, being three-dimensional, it's a it's a flat character. Correct. It smells a lot like it's a key lime. It's a side scroller. Uh, smells a lot. Like, well, it smells a lot like the key lime because the the things that the aromas that you're gonna grab from it are gonna be similar to the fermentation of that sour. But then when you start tasting it, that's when right. You know, you're, you're no, gonna... you no. Know, I, I, I just yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I should read the thing on the can. Uh, many blood oranges died to bring us this beer. Are we going for a Star Wars reference here? Or? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Many uh, bothins died to bring <laughs> us this information. <laughs> uh, the third release in our Kettle Sour series, an intense blood red puckering sour brewed to bring a bite to your fall season. Carlos, what do you think? I drawing a blank on an orange sour I've had. I'm, I'm just trying to think if I've ever had an Ooh. orange sour, because I've had all sorts of berry sours and like other Kettle yeah. Sours, but... I don't think I've had an orange. Usually, one. orange is left out because it doesn't have like the citrus bite. But I like that. Wow. I I'm not having issues finding the orange in it, but it does taste. It's a good solid sour. I mean, I'm I'm gonna ask you, Brian. Tell me about your beer. Like, what do you think about your beer? Oh, I don't like sour beer. <laughs> That's not what I asked. I asked you what you think about the beer in front of you. It's good. It uh, it's dry. It tastes like orange, and it has a little bit deeper of an orange character to it uh, that complements the orange piece. So, if you put blood in front of it, um, that indicates something deeper, I think, to me, and maybe a deeper color. So you guys can see that it's a little bit more red than orange, and then also that we're not getting knocked over the head with citrus, but there's a little bit of a, a deeper character to it that gives it the blood flavor, and that would be a little bit of hibiscus added to it, which dries oh, it out. Oh, you added hibiscus. Yeah, which dries it out and gives it more... Uh, I mean, why didn't you add pig's blood and add that iron character in there? You can't. It's against the law. Wait, you Is can't add the... pig's blood? No. Why? It's a food. It's a food-safe product. I don't... I think you could probably add some pig's blood. You would have to say it, probably say it on the label. Yeah, you'd have to say it on the label. It'd be a pork product then. It wouldn't be halal. Yeah. You ha- you'd have to do that. Beer isn't halal. <laughs> <laughs> or kosher anyway. Like, I don't, it, but you'd still have to put it on the label. Totally irrelevant. <laughs> like you, you, wouldn't be, you can't be a vegetarian and drink that beer. I'm not going to make Carlos the beer halal or kosher, kosher and not put it on the label. I mean, I I would I would I want a I I would love a a halal blood orange beer. I'm not gonna lie, just like lamb's blood, just right in there. But it'd be great. Oh my 
He's like good I'm, iron character. Do you think you could tell the difference between pig's blood? I'm and really lamb's glad. Blood? I don't think I could. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could either. Justin isn't here. Why? Because he'd do it. No, because he. <laughs> okay. Is yes. he not a fan of blood? Yes. <laughs> but he would also issue you the reasons why we can't do the things that you guys are chuckling around about right well, now. Well, then why, why, that involve putting blood into a beer. Why not? You can't. It just no. They put testicles in beer. Why can't you put blood? You guys would get the no. vampire crowd. <laughs> Oh, dude! You could call it sparkles. I mean, no, no, that's that's like a. No, you got to bring the crowd the in can, of people who will play Vampire of the Masquerade. The little girl on the can is clearly a vampire. You can see her red eyes. You can see how the dar- there's dark circles around the. Under so you eyes. could understand why oh, why I expected there to be pigs. I, I thought she was just a much. Oh, I thought she was just a redhead. I just I didn't notice anything else. It's just like oh, that's normal. I mean, he's he's not wrong. He really does have ginger like. It's a, Blindness. It's a, it's a little girl. Yeah, eating a yeah, heart. Yeah, it's a little girl. But it's, no, it's an orange. No, that's a heart. Maybe. So anyway, <laughs> there's, 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 a lot, there's, there's a lot less blood in this beer than I anticipated, but it's really good. Yeah. If you want a blood orange sour, that's... No, it's, it, it, no so uh, in all seriousness, um, the orange really comes through. Uh, it's, it's like, so when I think about orange, it's a less biting citrus than like lime or lemon. Like it's, it's a softer citrusness and that's kind of what I get with this. Like there's a little bit of bite from the sour, but then it's just like this really soft citrus character that I really enjoy. Carlos, give me a number. Uh, let's see. So I'm not picking, I mean, I I don't, I'm, I don't pick up that orange. I don't know. I don't know why I'm not catching the orange, but uh, besides that, though, I I do enjoy this. This is a very easy to drink sour. It's not super uh, sour, so you're not, pow- it's not puckering your. Uh, it's not mouth puckering, so it's very easy to drink. Uh, I'd give this a seven and a half. It's so dry. Brian, give me a number. I'm not rating it. No, you have to rate your own beer. Seven nine thousand. All right, there you seven, go. Seven nine thousand. Seven yes. nine thousand. 79,000. Well, I'm going to go way under 79,000, back into single digits. Um, no, honestly, uh, I, I truly enjoy this. Uh, I'm going to go seven and a half. Uh, like, oh, there's like, what, do you know what the malt bill you guys did on this? Oh, no. Because there's like a little bit of like a graham crackery. Back note to it. It's close to the... Close to the... Scaredy pie. Scaredy pie, okay. If that's what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. No, no, it's just like, it had the same thing where, and I really like that. It gives it this um, almost like pie filling If you're going to dry a beer out like that, then yeah, it needs to (laughs) have some malt back. Yep. Oh, gosh darn it. I can't find my... Anyway, anyway, like, I, I really like that. Um... No, I, I really enjoy this. This would be a good one uh, just to have on a summer's day. But it's it's winter time now. So Kinda. I'm just going to have pie now. <laughs> what are some other uh, names for beers, that for vampires, though? Oh. Like besides sparkles. Oh, yeah. Let's get into this. Because oh, this, this sounds fun. No, no, no. Let's get into this. Because, okay, so. The like, Twilight Delight. Listen, Blood Orange 
is on the nose. The beer here that you're drinking, it's called Blood Orange. You can see it on the can, right, Carlos? Yep. Yeah. Now, the next beer we're going to come out with that's a sour, or, uh, rather, the last one was Scaredy Pie, and it was a little kid that looked like this girl, but eating a pie that was frightened, right? So that was also on the nose, whatever. Scaredy oh, Pie. Oh, all right. So, so what's the next one? Blueberry. What are we calling it? Victoria. Wait, 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 wait. But it's a blueberry can, sour. Would we, would we even want to spitball ideas, though? Because no. like, don't you have to get the rights for it? Yeah, we can spitball them all day and then and then see if no, any you, of them. No, you, you just call it Victoria. And then the best one that we can't Blue beard. No, 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 no. So all right. So I. So as, as the like as as soon as he says as soon as he says blueberry, I'm thinking of Victoria, the the no. little girl who went into Willy Wonka's place sure and turned into her, her blueberry. That's not horror, that's not horror enough though because nobody's gonna. Her name is Victoria. Not everybody's gonna make that jump to Willy Wonka. Why wouldn't I they? Uh, every I was trying to think, I, why is Casey trying to bring Queen Victoria into this? Her no. name is Victoria. Literally everyone else immediately went to Willy Wonka. Yeah. Like, that's where you go. And you just, like, everybody else is trying to, like, not go there. And you, you make the esoteric thing, but just Literally call it everyone else went there. Or, just, or, or call it Charlie's Nemesis or something like that. Or How do you I'm remember the characters from it. Willy Wonka? I'm scrolling what? through my text. I've seen Willy Wonka. There's a Willy bunch Wonka, of and then the kid and his grandfather. Those are the characters. No, there's Willy Wonka. It's there's a Violet. Charlie. It's Violet. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Violet. Oh, it's not wait, Charlie, because it's Charlie I Chocolate it Factory. I was right, right with the V. It's it's Violet. Yeah. It... I thought it was Victoria. Yeah. No, Casey. Why are you bringing the Queen Victoria to this? Oh, because fuck the Queen. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't it Veruca? No, that was a different. <laughs> what? Veruca Salt. Is it not Veruca? No, it's, it's Violet. Violet. Okay. Yeah, she turns into a blueberry. Yeah. Which one is the one who like guzzles all the chocolate and falls into the thing? Augustus Gloop. Augustus Gloop. He's my favorite. Why do you guys remember these names? Because I don't know. Why, Wait, do, why, why don't do you? you rem- yeah. Like, why uh, do hey, you remember? I know Charlie. Sometimes no, 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 no. no. You remembered and that Willie. kid. And his grandfather. And then, and then there's Charlie's until, grandfather. Until you were like, oh, Charlie the Chocolate Factory, the reason his name is Charlie is because it's the thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the three I remember. <laughs> so anyway. Charlie, Willie, anyway, and Charlie's grandpa. Blueberry, what would you call it? Bluebeard. Got to go for the classic horror tale. Taken. Uh, definitely taken. Hashtag taken. Actually, that would be a good one. Call it hashtag taken. How about that's not good for blueberry though. No, no, but that's just a really good name for a beer. <laughs> Only if you're like if your name was like you really wanted. Actually, it was no. Stolen. No, and then you go for hashtag no, taken. No, that that is the best name for uh like a hazy IPA. Hashtag taken. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, we already tried to do that. We tried we tried to do something close to that. We tried to do that, and then we tried to do. Beer, it's too Casey. bad. It's too vague. Oh, you know what? You're, you know, Casey, I, you're I talking that nonsense back. because the big problem is it's how can p- you tweet about it? You can't tweet about it if the name of it is hashtag no. something. It's the perfect name for a New England IPA that Lagunitas would do. Well, if, Lagunitas hashtag taken would work perfectly. So if you did like a label with more like hashtag forgotten, if you <laughs> oh. If you did a label with Forrest Gump on it that said names taken, too vague. 
Oh no! You, no, if you're gonna do a label we of Forrest Gump on it, you gotta do it. Jump up and bit me. Or J- Jenny. No, I, I think jumped up and bit me. Would anyway, be a great long story short, we tried to do a be- we tried to do a beer called Beer with Hops, and they were like, no. <laughs> that makes sense, actually. You, you, you can't you, you can't do that, Brian. <laughs> that's, that's a little I, general. You, you, I know, you, like that's that that doesn't, that doesn't even kind of work. I know that now. <laughs> All right, like. <laughs> oh, you didn't look into copyright law first. You should do it the other no, way around. No. Your partner's a lawyer. We did. No, no, no. But we no, no, no. But <laughs> if listen. you did the other way around, though, hops with beer. Listen, that listen. probably would be okay. Justin was a family law lawyer. Okay, not. A copyright lawyer. We have a copyright lawyer. Oh, so that was your fatal flaw. Oh, the only copyright attorney. Getting the guy who did family law. No, we sent it to the guy that does beer law, and he was like, "No, too vague. Don't even Ah, bother." I don't want to listen to that blah. Copyright law can be fun if you listen to it on YouTube. We didn't either. (laughs) So we've got a beer coming out called Phase. No, Blame Shifter. Oh, so oh, so that's the one. Okay. Yeah, I'm very excited. And then for we that decided one. we're gonna do dry. We're gonna dry hop for four days with four equal amounts. Uh, if you'd like to hear the story behind Blame Shifter, listen to the last couple episodes of Homebrew Bound. Plug in, or just shift the blame to somebody else and move on. That's literally what happened during those episodes. Oh, yeah. They're great. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see. We talked about some beer. Uh, what's the next thing we do, Carlos? Is there news? Or we do honestly? News I, I feel like I've been a very good boy, and I deserve a bell. No. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't have to ask for it if you deserved it. I don't, I don't agree. So you don't deserve I don't, this. I don't agree with that at all. Oh, my God. This bell is way better. This bell is way better. You don't deserve it at all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I get two bells? I'm going to use them wisely. You've been a very good boy. Do you, do you guys notice, though, that the, the bell part Stop you following your bells is, in front of the cameras. They're much larger. Well, I mean... And before before we move into the next section, will you please twiddle your bells? All right. That's a good bell. What's the other one sound like? Probably the same. Let's find out. Is that what you want? Yeah. Oh, it's slightly different. (laughs) Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's probably because you hit it wrong. Carlos, I highly doubt that. Like, have you ever seen me strike a bell? All right, ready? I'm ready. All right, here's the other one. <gasps> it's slightly different. And now the Department of Offense presents news with Casey. That's me. Yeah, let's get all this bell of our own making. A pair of gay male penguins at the Dutch Zoo have made a desperate bid for fatherhood, stealing an entire nest of eggs from two lesbian penguins. Oh, that's... This isn't the first time the pair of African penguins have tried to start a family previously, uh, taking another bird's egg from their home at the Darren Park Zoo in Amserfort. Zookeeper Sandra Drost said the penguins were a very determined couple, it had nabbed the nest in an unguarded moment. Unfortunately, the efforts won't come, lead to a happy uh, family for the broody blokes, because in stealing the nest from the uh, and stealing nest from the from a lesbian couple, they have ended up with two unfertilized eggs. What? 
Yeah, despite the fact, <laughs> despite the fact that no chick is expected, Dross said the males are carefully tending to the nest. Both birds brood on the eggs. They guard them, or they guard the nest alternately. He said in a statement on the zoo's website. Weird flex, but okay. I mean, I mean they're, they're taking them. They, I mean, I don't. Hashtag taken. Carlos do there. What, 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 what do you, what do you. I got nothing in my hand. Carlos. Carlos. No, no. You have some kind of coin. <laughs> no, I don't. He's Carlos, trying, you have some kind of coin. No, I He's don't. trying to get me to ring the bell. What kind of coin do you have? By, I don't by, have a coin in my hand. He's trying to get me to ring the bell. Carl, drop, in your other hand. I don't no have bell. anything in my other hand. This is bullshit. You, you can't, it's not good radio. There's nothing in my hand. God I mean, damn it. I'm not going to ring the terrible bell. Terrible radio. You're not, right. I'm not going to ring the bell. That accomplished nothing. I'm glad we did this. Uh, why Why did you open that coin? There's why, nothing. Why, no, no, there was a coin. Uh, in this case of theft, the police uh, or the court did not decide the outcome, but a buffalo did. Varendra of Alinagar in Jalazar, town of Kanau. Nice. Uh, District lodged a complaint with the police stating that his friend, Dharmendra, uh, had stolen his buffalo and sold it. Dharmendra, however, denied the charge and insisted that the buffalo belonged to him. The buffalo was brought to the police station on Monday and let loose. Both Verenda and Dahamardra uh, were asked to call out to the buffalo uh, by the policeman. After some time, the bovine walked up to Dharmendra and the ownership issued was or issue was settled. So basically, this is a lost opportunity though. They should have done this not in the office of the officers. They should have done it in the china shop. I I, I really like how they referred to it as a bovine. They mm-hmm. kind of I mean ran out of words. They they were just they were trying real hard. Bovine. Real hard. Uh, also, like it took me. It took me minutes of Googling to figure out where this actually took place. What country do you think this happened in? Oh, Germany. I don't know. India? India's right. (laughs) (laughs) They take their cattle seriously. Well, uh, this is a buffalo. I don't know what's the differences between a buffalo and a cattle. I guess they're both bovines. Yeah, just the extended ring on this bell is just incredible. It's it's a really nice bell. I know there's two of them. Yeah, I, I just I'm a little bit wary of this one. This one's sounding oh, good. All right, g- give me the one that you're wary of, and we're gonna put that one in the drawer. It just it sounds a little flat. Nobody <laughs> wants to deal with a flat bell. Did you, did you guys hear him put it away? <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's just uh, like its own little like. Escaped self-cloning mutant crayfish created an experimental breeding program or created in experimental breeding programs have invaded a Belgian cemetery. Hundreds of the duplicating crustaceans, which can dig down up to a meter and are always female, pose a deadly threat to local biodiversity after colonizing a historic Antwerp graveyard. Yeah, no, that's terrible. <laughs> that's how you destroy an <laughs> ecosystem. <laughs> thought that was a good idea <laughs> that's dumb if we all die because can't, like uh, some multiplying self-cloning crayfish take over the world i will be very upset that's not on my bingo card i will also be mad what your 2020 bingo card ring that bell ring that bell all right it's impossible to round up all of them it's like trying to empty the ocean with a thimble said kevin shears 
of the Flemish Institute for Nature and uh, Woodland Research. Marbled crayfish, which travel across the land and water at night and eat whatever they can, do not occur in nature and are banned by the European Union. Instead, the freshwater beasts, which are about 10 (laughs) (laughs) centimeters big and voracious, are thought to have been bred by an unscrupulous German pet trader in the 1990s. Yeah, whoever wrote this should write... (laughs) <laughs> like a like a in a science fiction magazine, like unscrupulous German, German. pet trader. Uh, they're similar similar to the slough crayfish found in Florida, but are parthenogenic, which means they reproduce with themselves, and all their children are genetically identical females. The mutation, which occurred about twenty five years ago, means populations can spring up rapidly from just a single. Uh, single, a uh, single, <laughs> procambarous, uh, virginalysis. Uh, in 2018, scientists scientists established the global marbled crayfish population was descended from a single female and didn't need males to reproduce. Mm-hmm. The EU I banned possession <laughs> and release of the uncanny crayfish in 2014, but it is impossible to trace the owners because all the crayfish are genetically exactly the same. The crayfish have taken root and in the pools and streams of the Schoensafoff Cemetery in Antwerp, which is also known as the Flemish city's uh, Pure Lachaise. <laughs> so what we're talking about here are crayfish, which are unidentifiable, genetically similar. I mean, genetically They grow up to a decimeter long. Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean 10 centimeters. That's a which... decimeter, Casey. Oh, is it decimeters? decimeters about this big, like about as it's it's I, I, equal not, to ten centimeters. Okay, okay, yeah, they're, they're ten centimeters. Oh, so no, it's so a little okay. bit. Smaller. I had ten of those so. become a meter. It's yeah, about okay, the size okay. of. A I'm kit. glad we got our our metric system down. We are really good at this. We know we're bad at it. Which no, but I'm glad that you were able to give us this lesson. No, so, no, know, decimeter no, long, no, which it, is fucking it, terrifying it, when you yeah. say it like a decimeter. Yes, it makes it sound larger. Decimeter is only like about the size of a cassette tape. A decimeter long. Yeah. T- that's 10 centimeters, man. Yeah, 10 of them. 100 millimeters. 100. 100 of those things. Yeah, well, it's about of those bad the boys. size of a cassette tape. And and they can just spontaneously make more. At with will. no sex. At None. will, it's like... I'm gonna be, there's gonna be more of me now. Boom, there's more of yeah, me. There, you can do more. nothing. There's you can't nothing. do anything. Can we eat them? You can't eat that many. That's, of them. Isn't that what you're supposed to do with them? I mean, they're crayfish. I guess they haven't had a boil. We just gotta send like 10 people from New Orleans down there and they're just gonna solve the problem. <laughs> they start digging up the graveyard. So they just start digging up the graveyard <laughs> for all the, the crayfish that dug down a meter. Ah, oh, we're gonna have ourselves a crayfish ball now. You know what we're gonna do? do we're gonna throw it out <laughs> on the crawdads. Some and crawdads. People jump. I don't know. Lang- what, what's, what's the equivalent of us up here? Is it just a hot dish contest? Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. They're just gonna have hot dish contests. Except it's crawdads. Not gonna be a hot dish contest this year. I thought we passed that by. Casey left. Okay, now he's back. 
I'm back. No, is it? It's usually in what January? Isn't January, it? yeah. And there, there's no, uh, there's no central waters either. We're not going to talk about that. I don't want to be depressed. But let's talk about Belgium being depressed some more. Belgium may resort to a 17th century charter granted by the British king to retain fishing rights in Britain's coastal waters if London and the European Union failed to reach a decree uh, or failed to agree on a trade deal by the end of this year. With just over two months until Britain ends its transition period out of the EU because of Brexit, which is a fair, terrible fucking idea, Belgium will ac uh, lose access to much of the area it fishes in the North Sea if there is no deal. However, a document in Latin issued to Flanders in July... 1666 by Britain's King Charles II. Uh, doodly King Charles. That gives 50 Flemish fishing boats access to British waters for perpetuity is upheld. Um, knowing how Britain is attached to old habits and old laws, it may have a chance, said John Dohant, uh, the head archivist of the port city of Bruges. Awesome city. If you ever have a chance to so go to Bruce, so, that they, so they might have they might have rights for fifty boats, fifty ships. Uh, Charles II uh, signed the document as a gesture to the city that gave him uh, refuge after his father was beheaded during England Civil War in 1649, granting the city the citizens of Bruges or Civitas Brugunanus uh, the rights to use fifty fishing boats in British waters. Well, today, uh, Belgian boats no longer sail from Bruges, but from nearby Zeebrugge. Uh, the document, uh, known as the Privilege, is still valid. Um, yeah, so more than half of our fishing income comes from fish caught in British waters, so if we lose access to the British water, or, or if our quotas go too far down, it could be the death now for our fisheries, uh, Cravitas said. As a consequence, if you have a very old document, which they do, where a king says you have the eternal right to sail 50 boats in this coastal waters, yes, then we will continue to use that if ne necessary. Belgian fishermen agree. Robert Campbell, a Belgian born uh, to an English mother, said the local fishing industry would be decimated if Britain denied access. Where would we have to fish then? We can't go anywhere, Campbell said. Um, I hope that or I have hope in that document. Uh, Britain and the EU uh, resumed their talks on Thursday in a post-Brexit trade deal with fisheries among several sensitive issues still blocking the way in an agreement. Yeah, no, so Brexit fucking sucks for everybody. Not just the British. Yeah, but although, did you hear that they have to wait an extra hour in uh, airline? Oh, you know, no, not just an extra hour. Not oh, just, not just an, an extra hour? No, no, no. Up to like four. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's another story I thought about including, but uh, yeah, no, because of Brexit, like they're trying to make it part of the thing where British citizens don't have to wait in um, non-EU lines to go to Europe, and Brexit or er, and the European Union is like, no, no, you're not part of the EU anymore. You don't get the same travel restrictions. So um, this you're, is a, uh, you're basically America now. Yeah, they uh, the, they they had no deal going out, so that's this is what they get. Yep. Yeah, but Boris is like, but 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 that's not what we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a young Dublin drugs courier who lost a bag containing 
40,000 euros of cocaine, uh, phoned a Garda station to report it missing. Cor uh, Cork Circuit Criminal Court has just heard uh, Darren Barnwell, age 20, of Blackhall Parade in Dublin 7, made the journey to Cork City by train with the drugs uh, two years ago. In an incident that occurred on August 16, 2018, when Mr. Barnwell got into uh, a state of panic after he got off the train and realized he no longer had his cocaine. He got into a dispute with the security staff who refused to allow him back on to look for his property. Mr. Barnwell uh, pleaded guilty to possession of cocaine uh, for supply to others on August 16th. Detective Sergeant Kieran O'Sullivan told the court that Mr. Barnwell had gotten uh, incensed with secu the security staff at Kent Station at about 2 p.m. on the date in question in relation to the lost bag. A person believed to Mr. Barnwell rang a Garda uh, to report the lost bag. Mr. Barnwell... Uh, then remembered he had gone to a shop on a nearby McCurtain Street. Uh, when he returned to the shop and was reunited with his bag, which had been found by staff, they had not looked in its context. Sergeant Joe Sullivan said the Garda uh, stopped a panicked Mr. Barnwell outside of the shop. When they opened the bag, they discovered a large quantity of cocaine. So basically, this man lost his bag of coke. Not just a small bag of coke, a large bag of coke. Yes, that's a lot. Called the Garda, which are the police in, uh, in the Republic of Ireland, and said, hey, hey, I lost my bag, come find it. Then he found his own bag. But the police were on the lookout for a gentleman carrying a bag such as his. To return it to him. Oh, and so they wanted to look at it anyway. Oh, my goodness. Yep, and oh. they stopped him, looked in his bag, and found all his cocaine. Wow. Yeah, close. Poor this close. sounds like the beginning of a Guy Ritchie. <laughs> like a fucking Guy Ritchie film. And then, like, some sweet song that we've never heard of that Quentin Tarantino bought from a disc. Some you know, Japanese band when he was in Japan and brought it back. And like, yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a, a guy. Richard I'd watch movie. that movie. It'd yeah. be great. <laughs> yeah. But instead, it's just fun. Some like young Dublin fuck. And it's just like, oh, you know, I got my cocaine here. You know, you know don't fucking really worry about it. It's going to be a little like, bit of fun. Yeah, it's funny. Wow. All right. Uh, so, Carlos, what's our discussion topic for today? Well, you know, what's that, that's after uh, Actually, I fucking tell us. Fucking tell us right now. Fucking. Oh, yeah. No, never mind. <laughs> changed my mind. Ch I've just changed my mind now. He hates us. Although, like, uh, <laughs> if we were to have a discussion topic, what would it be? Well, if we were to have a discussion topic, <laughs> it would be about, uh, well, you know, after partying for a long way centuries back so hard, they got some a massive hungover, hangover, and, like, never came back. Turns out the Greek gods in Olympus woke up. I didn't ring that. That was Casey. Why did they ring up? Why did they wake up? That's what I said. Not, they didn't <laughs> ring. Anything. They didn't ring a bell. I'm glad that we're all very focused. Yeah. No. I'm very focused. So why did they wake up? Because they woke up from the party that they had. Okay. All right. So, so they're so, back. The Greek so, gods are so back. So they wake up in the 20th century. Yeah. Well, we're in the 21st century, but yeah. In the 21st century. Whatever oh, fucking century we're in. Is one of them, can one of them be Brad Pitt? 
No, no Brad Pitt's no, an no, actor. No. They're they're the Greek gods, and he never even know, played a Greek god. I mean, the, all right, so I know, all right, in so 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 they uh, wake up. Um, and do we have to curry favor with them now, or well, what, what what would your response be? Like, you don't have to curry favor with them. Okay, so they wake up. Uh, what? All right, well, so first I need to know, what's their first big act coming back? Just just so I know what to respond to. Well. To be fair, Zeus is going to turn some type of animal and try to fuck somebody. Oh. I don't think it's going to turn out the way it okay, used to. So you I think have it, an agenda. So I think that's going to end up being like, people are, like, I don't think people are going to respond the same way they did way back when they did before. Yeah, I think we'll uh, just, just select him president. That's that's one possibility. But I <laughs> but I think it would be like it just ends up in the tabloid. So right away, the Greeks like are finding out, wait a sec, all the Greek gods are like, wait, you mean... People are calling us on her shit now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So the Greek gods come back. They make themselves known to us. Um, well, immediately I'm going to try to get in favor with at least one of them. And, uh, I mean, like, if, if I'm going to be honest, so, like, your, your initial result or your initial thought is, like, getting good with Zeus or um, Hades or like one one of the big three, you know. So like with well, that, Zeus, <laughs> Hades, Neptune. Three. Or no, it's not Neptune for Greece, is it? It's it's, it's uh, Poseidon. So, Poseidon, yeah. Yep. All right. So like Zeus, Hades, Poseidon. But no, 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 no. Hermes, you, Zeus, Aphrodite, Poseidon. You don't want to get in good with Hermes. Hermes is just Hera, the fucking messenger. Apollo, Artemis. But he also Athena, Hermes is the least likely to do something bad <laughs> to you. What? Like. All the Greek gods are terrible. No, no. Oh, I mean, they're all fucking terrible. This is true. No, but who you want to get in good with is you want to get in uh, good with somebody smart, which is Athena. Like, you want to get on Athena's good side. Yep, she never turned anybody to a spider. Not one time. Only, she, the only person she turned into a spider was the one girl hotter than her. No, it was somebody who was better at sewing than she was. Yeah. Also, not better at sewing. And Athena took offense that somebody was better at sewing. Yeah. Not better at sewing. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So I'm safe, like, and I'm not hotter than Athena. Like, everything's going to be fine with me if I just, like, get on Athena's good side. And then I read the Percy Jackson books. Like, all of Athena's children are hot. Like, just want to get in on that game. Which is funny, because, like, she actually, of all the great gods, didn't actually have any children, ever. But she did. No. Well, yeah, and the Percy Jackson books. And the Percy Jackson books. <laughs> the teen novels where apparently all the Greek gods, uh, they talk they about the boning. Fucked. Yeah, they definitely get all their bonings that they do. All of the Greek gods bone. <laughs> Except for the children of Artemis. Of the hunt. Yeah, no, so the children of Artemis. So Artemis in Greek mythology, um, I guess, is basically a lesbian. I don't. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, th- I think that's it. Like, she never had any children of her own. She I would never- ask to do more research before we well, got into this topic. Yeah, I actually, no, I'm pretty sure it was Athena was the uh, the one who never had any children. I, I know that one for a fact. Artemis never did. She probably couldn't, didn't either. Yeah, that's possible. I don't know. No, Athena did have children because no. I read she Percy adopted Jackson. One. There was yeah, you're, you're right, per- Casey, Percy Jackson. We're going go. from Percy Jackson mythology because I've decided now because that's, that's the most recent mythology we have. All right, yeah, go steal some thunder then. I'm gonna steal so many, so much thunder. Also, he stole. He never stole any thunder. 
Yeah. He never actually stole the lightning bolt that was Luke, who was a son of Hermes. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. How do no, you that was Hermes. Oh. How, do you, how do you remember these characters? Sorry. What? Because I really enjoyed the books. And I've read them like twice. Okay. That's that's fewer times than I than I've read the the Artemis Fowl books. I've read those multiple times. Artemis Fowl is great. The movie sucked, but anyway, <laughs> I avoided the movie. I but I did watch some fun videos on how bad it was. <laughs> it was not good. Josh Gad was a terrible mulch, but that's an entire different episode. Uh, yeah, no, I no. don't think it's fair to blame Josh Gad for that movie. I'm not blaming him for the movie. I'm blaming him for being mulch. <laughs> okay. You know who would have been a great mulch? John Reese Darby's. But I'm just saying. No, I, I think he would probably not play a dwarf that is pooping dirt from behind him. I mean, Un- undoubtedly. <laughs> I, think, I don't think he's that desperate for money, Casey. I think he has a little bit more self-respect than that. Which is why they ended it with Just Cad. And his lowest point was that he was in the, 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 the TV like, show the, Sliders. The, the, the only step lower you could go would be uh, James Corden. Like, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> anyway, so Brian, which which god would you worship? In or would you not worship? Like, how would you like? Would you strike up a deal with Dionysus? I Ooh. you know I did a little bit of research, and I don't. I mean, there are so many one. that have good and bad. And which one did you say, Carlos? Dionysus. Dionysus. The, the god of wine. And, and fermentation. Yeah, probably. Basically, the precursor to Bacchanalia. I mean... Or Bacchanus. Or Bacchus. Bacchanal. The, con- the consort of Dionysus was... Ariadne. Right? Well, So so Dionysus is uh, is the only mortal to uh, gain godhood. Because he 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 invented wine, or so the gods challenged him to make a better beverage than um, the uh, not Icar. Uh, what's what's the what's the beverage of the gods? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, huh? I don't know. Whatever. Ambrosia. Ambrosia. So the gods challenged mortals to make a better beverage than ambrosia, and Dionysus. Made wine. Oh, cool! Yep, that'd yep. be me. And then uh, Dionysus is the only mortal to uh, to get godhood. And as soon as he became a god, he just made parties all the time. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, that's me, <laughs> Carlos. Uh, I don't think I could bring myself to worship any of them just because they're all so fucking terrible. Saying you have to worship, he's anyone. not wrong. There's far no. more bad than, and like they require you to actually do like, hey, make a like a some sort of sacrifice, like not necessarily people sacrifice, but like you do like a sacrifice of stuff, like I don't know. Can like, we can we talk about how human the Greek gods are though? Oh yeah, the, they're basically the uh, well, what that's, they're that's they're, why, they're, they're all they made stories about them. Well, yeah. it's though the thing is like they're uh, they're they're like the. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe of way back when. Yep, that's what they're like. So like they're so like they so it's like they think of like oh how are they react in these different situations and just how terrible and like are they all and they're all pretty terrible. They're pretty great. So like yeah no they're I if anybody I'd want to be close with would be Hayes just because I kind of want to pet the Cer- Cerberus that sounds like fun. 
I mean, that, a that, giant thread of dog. That's three puppy faces that you can scratch. Yeah, that's. How could you not want to do that? But that sounds delightful. Can you imagine like what its tail does when you're scratching its belly? And technically, of all of them, like Hades is actually like not necessarily evil, but he is the god of the underworld and also wealth. Yep. So that's that's not bad, but like it's just like one of those things where I don't know, like they're all terrible. So I, I think it'd be better off just to avoid them. Yes, agree. The bell agrees too. I mean, I feel like the bell is a thing that you said when you wanted to interject. All right, Casey, <laughs> and what would uh, yours be? What was it? Uh, oh, oh, I, I, I made my decision. I was gonna go with Athena. Oh, it was uh, you. Do you want us to go with Athena? I, so we, yeah, we start. We got, a, we got off track right away when we started talking about Athena. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm sticking with Athena. Like, she's yeah, the not, goddess of wisdom. Yeah, a goddess of wisdom. Like, goddess of wisdom and war. Oh. Yeah. Um, because she, she constantly outthinks Ares. Yeah. Um, and if you're on her side, like she she's the smartest of all the siblings. Yeah. Like I'm 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 gonna stick with that one. I'm just gonna stay on on stay on Athena's <laughs> side. It sounds pretty great. Maybe I'd end up worshiping one of the Titans. Yeah, d- don't do that. One of the bringers like they probably bring about like a Ragnarok of some sorts. Uh, no Ragnarok's Norse. Do, but, yeah. do, no, no, but like so I mean, and again, I'm just going off of Percy Jackson. Oh, did the Titans show up in there too? They sure did. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, because nobody wants to worship Gaia or Gaia, Gaia, or whatever the fucking Earth is. Uh, so so the With Titans all powers are, combined. Wait, uh, it, nobody. It, yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. It's like nobody cares about the Earth. We just want to just throw plastic in the sea. So like, wind, yeah. water, heart. Uh, so it, it, it's it's guy. I, I get it. There's hang on, what, what are all the titans? I don't remember most of them. So I, I know Prometheus was a titan. Yeah, and he seems pretty cool. I type I typed in titans that had brought up Tennessee. I don't think that's right. That doesn't sound right at all. That's because nobody cares about the titans that we're talking about. They only care about the football team. We're gonna put Greek titan. There we go. Uh, Oceanus. Uh, Asteria, Astraeus, Atlas, Clymene, Coasis, uh, Cyrus, Cronus, Cronus is the Titan of Time, Dianoa, Eos. Oh, there's a lot of fucking Titans here. Also, most of these were tricked by fucking mortals. Titans are dumb. Why would you want to be a Titan? Actually, yeah. So that definitely makes me want to like follow one of them instead if I can trick them. They're very dumb. Atlas, all you'd be like, oh, I bet you can't hold this heavy thing. Wait, was he a titan? I thought he was just a, a like a really strong moral. No, nope, no, nope. Atlas was a titan. Huh. Yeah, no, no. So Atlas was a titan, and then uh, Odysseus showed up, and or no, no, it, it was, was Heracles. Heracles. Yeah. Um, he showed up. Yeah, and, Odysseus would not be able to lift any giant world. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so. For a very brief, uh, brief period, Heracles held up the world, and then he had to trick Atlas to hold it back up again. Yeah, because he had to adjust his like position. He needed a break. Like honestly, he sh- Atlas should have never come back. No, no. I mean, Heracles is a like Heracles was a dumb dumb, and even he was able to trick Atlas. Yeah. Uh, but also, I guess uh, Perseus. 
uh, turned Atlas into stone with Medusa's head. Pass, yes. Why? I don't know. Just just for thrills, huh? Well, just to turn him into the Atlas Mountains. Are those a mountain range somewhere? I guess. That's, that's, that's what it says here. Uh, only once for a brief period was he bereaved of this burden by Heracles. Perseus, probably using Medusa's head, turned him into the stony Atlas Mountains. Wait, probably? Is there another way he was going to turn into stone? Did it happen? Well, when we're talking about stories, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just probably the exact same page. Why would you have a link that brings me to the exact same fucking page? Anyway, Titans suck is what we can agree on. Yeah. God Fuck you, suck. Tennessee. Gods suck a little bit worse. Uh, and Heracles is an idiot. Yeah. Don't get tricked. Don't be a Heracles. Don't Stay in school, be a kids. Heracles. Stay, Stay in school. In school. We all learned a lesson today. Aren't you glad when we learn a lesson at the end of the episodes? <laughs> no. Carlos, can you make every episode end with a lesson? No. It normally does not end well. No, 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 no. Just like, just, just throw a lesson in. Or just say, I'm glad that we learned a lesson at every ep- end of every episode. I could try. Because I, I just want this to be like a 90s sitcom. And lesson of today was don't be a Heracles, stay in stools. We can basically just be Sabrina the Teenage Witch. We don't actually learn anything. Oh, there we go. So we can learn. <laughs> we can, next week, guys, what is the lesson we're going to learn? Stay in school, don't be a Heracles. All right, guys, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindestudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindestudios. Follow us on Twitter at blindestudios.com. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah.